Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for being a part of the Fearless Army. Drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And when you do, ask me a question in the comments. Each week, we'll compile your best questions and answer them on air. with Jason Whitlock. I'm Jason Whitlock, your host. Thank you for joining me. Happy Friday. We made it. The weekend's here. Uh, We have an awesome show planned for you today. Start slamming that uh, five-star rating on Apple. Hit the likes on uh, YouTube. Do it all. Uh, We have an amazing show for you today. It's just going to be me, you, and Warren Sapp. You guys know Warren Sapp, the greatest man talking football in all of America. We love it when SAP is on. Uh, But before we get to Warren SAP, I wanna talk to you guys about Samaritan Ministries. As we approach the new year, deciding how to, uh, deciding how to best meet your healthcare needs is an important decision. I encourage you to consider Samaritan Ministries. It's a biblical, affordable way to pay your medical bills and has everything you should look for in a healthcare sharing ministry. Samaritan members glorify God above all else and care for one another through prayer and encouragement. It's a way to align your health care with your faith and through direct member to member sharing. You'll always know who you're helping and who's helping you. Samaritan ministry started in 1994 when 10,000 10, households uh, began sharing one another's medical bills. Today, there are 80,000 households across the nation who share $30 million in medical needs each month. Here's how it works. There are no networks, so when medical need arises, you choose the healthcare provider that's right for you and have a say in the type of treatment you receive. Send your medical bills to Samaritan Ministries, and they'll notify fellow members to pray for you and send money directly to you to help you pay those bills. And when another member has a medical need, you'll do the same for them. When the body of Christ comes together to pray, encourage, and provide for one another, burdens are lifted and God is glorified. This applies to all areas of life, including health care. Check out Samaritan Ministries. And if it's the right fit, you can join today. Let them know you heard it here by going to SamaritanMinistries.org slash fearless. All right, uh, play the uh, QB killer open and uh, let's get to uh, Warren Sapp. Without further ado, here's the greatest man talking football in all of America. And I say that in all seriousness. It's not hype. It's what I really believe. I look forward to this conversation every week because Warren tells me things I don't expect. Warren tells me things I disagree with. Warren tells me things I agree with. And then occasionally Warren says something silly that we can all laugh about. Warren. That works. Jamal Adams. Have you seen this? He's, he's beefing with some New York reporter. 
and put out a, a tweet uh, <laughs> dissing the man's wife or you know saying yikes about his. I, and then he doubled down on it. The media was like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Y- y'all beefing, and, and now you don't brought this man's wife into it." Has has Jamal? Yeah, that's that's Jamal Adams tweeting out a picture of this reporter's wife and saying yikes. Uh, did Jamal Adams cross a line here, or is it all good in the social media? No, world? ain't no all good in this hood with that one, buddy. There's three <laughs> things in the locker room. Other than three things on my football team, you don't bother, and that's the coach, the quarterback, and the kicker. There's three more things we do not discuss in the locker room, and that is your money because I can't make it or sign the contract. Your kids, because I don't want them little badasses over at my house that I can't give them back. And your wife, you get one. You get one in the locker room, that, that's mine. That's off limits, that we don't have discussions about that, no way, shape, or form. And Mr. Adams, you way out of line if you don't know this man, talking about this man wife, y'all beefing? What the wife got to do with this? What? Come on, man. I, I agree with you. Yesterday on the show, I did make this small point. It's not to defend Jamal Adams, but one thing that has happened, I think, Warren, from your playing days and from my days when I was a boots-on-the-ground reporter. I always thought it was good that I had to go into the locker room and deal with the athletes that I wrote and talked about. Yes. And sometimes the athletes would get rough with me. Yes. I thought it was their right, to be honest. I, I, it was their right. And, and Wayne Simmons, I don't know if you remember Wayne Simmons. Yes, Pretty I do. good linebacker, bad dude. He tried to jump on me at uh, Diamond Joe's Strip Club in Kansas City one night. We were both out. I mean, he literally saw me and started running towards me and dove. But the owner, Joe Magnusina, you know, I was his favorite person other than Derek Thomas. And his bouncers tackled Wayne Simmons. But, but, but I say all that to say it happened. I didn't go to the team and complain. I didn't tell my editors and complain. It was all part of the game. It was the price of me being a butthole reporter. And, and that tension was good. But now that everything's moved to the internet, you're in New York, he's in Seattle, y'all chirping over social media. You never see each other. Yeah. And the athletes never get a chance to like say, you know I will touch you, right? And, or, and I th- or, that, better yet, yeah. what you wrote about us saying that I don't play the run or whatever it is, it was fuel to my yeah. fire because I would get those, I'd get a week worth of articles and take them home on a Thursday night and just go through them because it was always the, the city we were going to media, what they wrote all week. So I wanted to read this because when I got in this locker room in Philly or Kansas City or Green Bay, you know, and Will McDonald, God bless his soul, one of the great reporters up in New England walks up and, you know, you read his articles. And I read, I heard what you read, you know, I, I read what you wrote, you know what I'm saying? So it was just, it's a little give and take, you know, because Dr. Z, you know, everybody ran to the Dr. Z report because everybody wanted to be on Dr. Z's all pro team, you know, at the, at the back of Sports Illustrated. We played the NFC Championship game. We lose 11 to 6. He walks in and, you know, I'm dejected. I'm head down, but I'm doing the interviews because that's the one thing about it in the National Football League. When you lose, you got to talk just like you want. And I was always one of those dudes. I, I, I'm ready for the questions. Come on with it. You know, I, I'm not ashamed of 11 to 6. So Dr. Z walks in and he's like, hey, Dr. Z from Sports Illustrated. And I looked up and I'm like, oh, Dr. Z. And then I went, how did I make your all pro team? And I'm the defensive player of the year. You know what he said to me? 
you don't play the run. I told Zach, I said, Zach, come get your boy. He done. <laughs> you don't get no questions over here. So you started off like that. Come get your boy. He done. Escort him out of here. He's got to go. <laughs> He's got to go. <laughs> I just lost 11 to 6 but and I don't I, play the run. What? Who, who said that? <laughs> but well, I actually do think that tension of seeing each other face to face allows actually the tension to go down. Because and, and and like many Chiefs players, you know, would be upset with me. But because <laughs> I would show up in the locker room and because I didn't whine and cry when Andre Risen threatened to kill me, when uh, war- when uh, Marcus Allen tried to jump on me. Cuddy. Chiefs had a linebacker, Tracy Simeon. Me and Tracy Simeon, great friends, became great friends, but he tried to jump on me. Uh you were there in Tampa when when Keyshawn won the trash. Yep, 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 uh, yep. <laughs> it's a whole lot, but it's I thought it was healthy, and now because there's so much distance and everything's online, that's how I think the lines get blurred and people start breaking codes. Is but that's is because the, but, you but don't get to actually interact. That man, wife ain't yeah. said nothing about Jamal. I agree. And what was the yikes about? Because, you know, my thing's a little cut off. He put a picture up, and what he's saying? She's not attractive? It ain't yours. It's somebody for everybody. One man trash, the next man treasure. Hold on. Let me let me move my thing. Let me see what's going on here. Okay. I see. The yikes okay. is completely undeserved. Trust that, that, me. That, 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 that's I, unnecessary. I, that, 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 that's uncalled for. It's undeserved, too. It's it's undeserved. Well, got a nice smile. Trust what's wrong me. with that? A man at home. What are you I, talking about? With a nice background. What's going on? I, you she, know, she looks to be in very good shape. She's not eating, getting <laughs> kicked out of bed for eating chocolate. No. <laughs> yeah, Jamal Adams out of line. I'm hey, glad we agree on line. that. Way out of line, 33. But this is the same guy when they drafted him. Remember I told you, I die for this shit is what he said. So I guess he wants to kill his whole career with this because this, this ain't nothing nobody wants in their locker room. Come on, man. Come on, stop it. Stop it. Play better. Uh, we're gonna have to, That's my rule. Play better. Yeah. Play better. They won't have nothing to say. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Warren, uh, there's two surprising teams, I think, in the NFL, and I want to know which one you think is better. Mm-hmm. Green Bay's in the playoff hunt in mm-hmm. the NFC with Jordan Love. They just knocked mm-hmm. off the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Houston Texans with C.J. Stroud. <laughs> They're right in the thick of things in the AFC. Uh, which surprise NFL team is better, Green Bay or Houston? Ooh, that's a tough one because both of those young quarterbacks are really coming into their own right now. Jordan Love is – you remember when number nine, Watson, couldn't catch a ball butt naked, couldn't catch a cold butt naked in Alaska dripping wet? First play of his life, a deep <laughs> ball, he drops it. Now he's catching everything. You know, it, I, I like both of them. But if I had to pick one – I think I'm going to go to the South because that division. And did you see what your boy uh, Sunshine, Trevor Lawrence, said? I want my opponents to be as bad as they can be for as long as they can be. No, son, you want the best. That's what being in the NFL is about, beating the best. I want Larry Allen. I want Randall McDaniel. I want Will Shields and my man Brian Water. That's that 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 that's what gets my blood. Ooh, got chill bumps thinking about them boys, boy. It just it's what you love. You don't want I, I man, Trevor Lawrence, get it right, boy. But that CJ Stroud is something special, and we know D'Amico Ryan's will get that defense to playing better. So 
I'm going to go to the South. I'm going to go to the South with the young fella. I'm really going to go with him because, oh, that boy throws some good balls. And Trevor got stepped on, man, nasty. What's the report on him this week? Uh, I know he went off like a soldier and refused a cart. No, no. How about this? Uh, There's more t- golf carts than people in Florida. <laughs> we got more <laughs> golf carts than people in Florida. Are you kidding me? They made that man walk? You, son, you are property. You don't turn this down. You're getting your ass on this cart. It looked bad. It really looked bad. I was thinking, they don't have a cart in Jacksonville? I know they rob a lot of cars in Duval, but they got to have golf carts. <laughs> they got him. He didn't think it would be very tough if, if he took one. And so... You, you know, know the trying rule. Trying to be a soldier, trying to be you a You do kid. know the rule, right? Yeah. What? The dumber you don't be, the tougher you got to be, right? <laughs> so there it is. <laughs> it's a dumb move. You got to be tough to do it. It didn't look cute, Trevor. So I, I, I wish him the best. I really do because we, we need some better quarterbacks in this league. We don't need no more guys we can't name lining up on Sunday. This is getting crazy, man. Crazy. <laughs> it really is. It, yes. it, it, it really, And I don't, I don't know how to explain it or why that's happening, why the – they're getting hurt, or maybe it's just out of protection. Maybe they're, they're injuries they used to play with, they don't play with anymore. Is that Ooh. across the board, all positions? Is that what's going on? Listen, I, I was happened to be on the field last Sunday in Tampa with the Carolina Panthers because I wanted to see my number one pick, you know, Bryce. I, I like the kid. I, I really, you know, and I was talking to some of the Carolina people and they were, and I gave him a, a theory about the five different messages he was getting from the coordinator to the head coach to the assistant head coach and the quarterback coach. And the dude looked at me and said, Sap, you can see that? I said, well, normally when the powers to be tell everybody around the kid to get out around the kid and you keep the kid, it's the message that he was getting that was a mess up part. And the dude just threw his hand up and said, I'm not going to say a word. So I'm standing there and I'm watching him warm up. And I looked at one of the young fellas. I said, man, y'all don't even have tape no more? He said, no, gee, we don't do that no more. I'm like, what, did the field change? <laughs> did, your, did your ankle become so, 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 you know, elastic that it doesn't twist anymore? You don't need no support on it. You know they wear them little bitty shoes, too. I mean, this is crazy. How could you be in the trenches? And you know this like I do. We stomp with boots on in the trenches. You got to be sure-footed and moving and going. Man, I get a twisted ankle on that thing. That'll be hurting me for a month. Ain't no way I want that. But these kids just play. They just got a different philosophy about the game. We're like, it's just special right now. And we just going to have to enjoy it, what they got to give us because we're not getting anything different. I promise you that. They're not practicing and they're not working on it. All right, before I asked you about Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys, because Dak is playing well, I want to take care of one of our great sponsors. Uh, Give me a second here. Uh, I want to talk to you guys about Preborn. You guys know how I feel and how this show feels about Preborn. We support Preborn because Preborn supports our belief that life begins at conception. And that is an important mindset the overall health of our country and our society is getting in that mindset that life begins at conception. Preborn does this by providing expectant mothers who are considering abortion and ultrasound, introducing that baby's heartbeat, an image of the baby to the mother. Now that baby's chance at life more than doubles. Preborn does this because we support Preborn, whether it's $28, $280, a reoccurring gift, or whatever it is that you are able to afford and provide for preborn, it goes directly to funding uh, ultrasounds and supporting that woman financially throughout the pregnancy 
and through the first two years of that baby's life outside the womb. This is critical for us guys as fearless soldiers to support this mentality. Uh, please continue to give. There's two ways to give, pound 250 on your cell phone, say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, keyword baby, or give the way I prefer to give, preborn.com slash fearless, that's preborn.com slash fearless. All right, uh, Warren, Dak Prescott and the Cowboys are one of the hottest teams in all of sports. Are you buying it? Is, is, is Dak a legitimate <laughs> MVP candidate, and are the Cowboys a legitimate Super Bowl candidate? Uh, no. The jury's still out, and Dak, Dak is playing good football, no doubt about it. And Brandon Cook is the real key to this thing right now because Brandon Cook done had, five, had a 1,000 yards on five different teams with some quarterbacks you can't pick out of a lineup. That man's always open. He does a good job. And Dak and the offensive coordinator, I think it's the head coach that's calling the plays now, they really understand what they're doing. And I thought Dallas really had a weak offensive line. I thought 73 was one of the worst, but they're not. They really do a good job for him, and he's really taking advantage of the situation right now. I mean, they played the Giants twice, and you know, they played nobody with a winning record but Seattle, I think, that they beat. But you don't, you don't make the schedule. You just play the schedule that's in front of you. And right now, you know, they, they lost to San Fran. They lost to Cowboy. I mean, they lost the Eagle game and, you know, snuck out the door. But the defense scaring me right now with the third down and the points they're giving up. I mean, come on. Seattle winning that game, averaging 15 points a game over the last month. <laughs> they look like world beaters on Thursday night. <laughs> it just, you know, the Cowboys defense is scaring me. That offense in Dak, I love it. But. Michael Parsons, the new Lawrence Taylor, and and who be 33 and the rest of them over there, bland with six uh, pick sixes and get lit up every time. <laughs> you know, how you get how you get six pick sixes and you get lit up like you you, you the JV uh, DB out there, man. Hey, Cowboys, just keep playing, baby. But the playoffs will decide it, and I'm not buying it. No. Not with San Fran and the Eagles. Okay, let <laughs> So – they play the Eagles this week. This Sunday, yep. In three days. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Buffalo, play the Bills. Yes, sir. Then they go to Miami and play the Dolphins on Christmas uh-huh. Eve. And then six <laughs> days later, they play the Detroit Lions. So like the next said, month is going to tell the story. Like I said, November and December is what they remember, baby. Here we are in December. It's sad season. You ain't know it? On the 19th, baby, it's going down. It's going down. Boy, it's Christmas time. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have a whole lot of fun this month, boy. This way it goes down. The NFL sets it up this way. They set it up this way, and it's beautiful for us. So that four-game stretch, two and two or three and one? Two and two. Two and two. Maybe yeah, I, I think three. they're gonna have a tough time with maybe one and three. Ooh, wow, ain't that game in Buffalo? Yes, Ooh. Buffalo <laughs> and Miami. Hey. And I think they're getting Philly at the wrong time. Philly's gonna be very upset about how they performed last week. Hey, chip that's on their how you, this week. That's how a coach get a reset on a ten and one team. You go out and lay an egg in front of them fans in Philly. They are wilding right now on talk radio in Philly. They not even think about 10-1, one game in front of Cowboys. They think the season is over right now until they play another football game. That's how serious they are about it in Philly. So I, I, I think Cowboys are running for a rough stretch, and Dak's going to have to be all over his game to win, win three of those four. 
So, Warren, half of the NFL feels like <laughs> it's either seven and five or six and six. It is, I mean, like literally everybody's 75 and 60. There's the great team, I think, in San Francisco. And then mm-hmm. everybody else, I kind of got a question about. Is, is this league hyper competitive or is it watered down? I think we're just seeing some mediocre football being played right now. And the reason we're seeing mediocre football being played right now is because they're not practicing. They don't tape up. They don't take off. They don't work on their craft. They think they know it all. They think because they got a half a million or a million plus people following them on social media and you don't get nothing but likes, views, and comments and all of that foolishness that don't mean a damn thing when you're on a Sunday afternoon and you got to be held accountable for your gap and your responsibility out here. I mean, I'm just watching bad, bad... Like Deontay, uh, Deontay Johnson. Did you see? Did you see what I put on my Instagram? That kid dropped that ball and then turn around, don't even play, and the ball fumble right beside him, and he's just standing there on the field like, I'm not here. It's unbelievable, unbelievable that we're in the middle of an NFL game, and the ball is loose. You just dropped the touchdown for your football team, and now it's third and two. You looking for the first down to go score, and the ball come rolling <laughs> right beside you. You standing there like, that ain't for me. <laughs> I got nothing to do with this. Unbelievable. Just one of the, the wildest play I've ever seen in my last 30 years around this game. It scared me to death. I said, my Lord, what is this? You're reminding me of something I wrote about the NBA this week. So I'm about to throw you a curveball. Hey, I like so, curveballs. You know, the... the the NBA is doing this in-season tournament, trying to jazz up the beginning of the season. And $500,000 to the team that wins this in-season tournament, every player no, no, gets 500000 Each player. Yeah, yeah, each player gets 500000 Yeah, And then sec- the runner-up gets 200000 But my argument is that we're passing out carrots when if you really want to amp up the competition, you need to amp up the consequences of failure. That, that rather than carrots, we need consequences. And there's no consequences for losing or bad performance. Ever, you know, even in the NFL, in the NBA, they got guaranteed contracts. And so, Hello. but even in the NFL now, you get so much money in signing bonus and upfront, the contracts are virtually guaranteed. And so my argument about the NBA is like they're doing this in-season tournament to mimic European soccer, that they do this in these soccer leagues. But I'm like, no, what they do in soccer that amps up the intensity is the relegation. If you perform poorly enough, you can get relegated (laughs) to the lower league. You out of the league. You got to go somewhere else to play. Yeah, go to the JVs. Yes. So it's the consequences that's amp that's making the 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 competition heighten and so and I was just talking I'm not applying this to football but again I know you love all sports I'm saying like in the NBA let's do some consequences let's relegate and so my way of relegating would be like you know what halfway through the season the worst team in the east and the worst team in the west get eliminated their season's over Halfway and through the, the check, season, and the paycheck check stop. To, the check stop too. Check stops. 
halfway through the season. Ooh. Yeah, because we really don't want to see these five and 70 teams playing. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yes. 20 more games later at game 61, you two more teams in each conference. (laughs) See you later, guys. We don't have. Okay. So now we're down to 71. Now we're down to 24. Yes. So then we take two more down. Now we're down to 22. I got you. I'm with you. I no, like no. It. Then, then, then we 71. Then we drop four more teams, two in each conference, and we're down to the, the top 20, finish out the last 10 games ah, of the season. 16 okay. of them go on to the playoffs. But if you elevate the consequences, watch what it does to the oh, yeah. competition. Oh, no, no. We view. know that. That's like making a five dollar bet and only got three dollars in your pocket. You better perform, baby. <laughs> I like that. I like that with lock. But I tell you what, the NBA did do though. It actually, you know, made it a little more interesting to watch these games in the middle of football season right now. It really did. I mean, I like this little in season tournament. You can actually see. Huh. I mean, what the Knicks, what the Knicks and the uh, Bucks do another night? Two hundred and sixty points or something like that. One forty something. One twenty two. I'm with that. I'm with that. You remember those games on CBS we used to watch with the Celtics and Lakers? It was 120-something to 130-something. Yeah, let's get back to that. Let's Show me your skills. Because that beat them up first to 90? That was ugly basketball. Oh, my God. It was horrible to watch. Yeah. Oh, nasty. Uh, I want to go back to football. Hello. Uh, Going to throw you another softball. Every my week favorite. I'm figuring out a way for you to beat up on uh, Bill favorite, Belichick. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> and I like Belichick. I hope Belichick I, doesn't see this I and love think Belichick. I don't like him. But Belichick's I like the greatest coach we had. I don't have a problem with Bill. I do not. But right now, the product he's putting on the field, ooh. So right now, they're headed for the number two pick in the draft, which would ooh. put them in a great spot to draft a quarterback. The, the Mac Jones and whoever this zappy kid is or whatever, they got to go. <laughs> Uh, would you trust Bill Belichick to draft New England's quarterback of the future? I was looking back through the draft because, you know, a guy that's been in the league as long as he has, there has to be some 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 little sauce that he's doing. Do you know the name of the last two quarterbacks that he's drafted going all the way back to 2017? There's only two of them that he drafted. And he he had to see the handwriting on the wall that him and Brady wasn't going to live happily ever after. He he know this, this Butch and Cassidy, somebody's going to get shot and drive off and somebody die. Come on. This is what it is. Do you know the two quarterbacks that he drafted since 2017? Jacoby Bursett. Oh, Jacoby Bursett and Danny Etling? E-T-L-I-N-G. Oh, Danny Etling. From Michigan Etling. State, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Etling. That's it. Yeah. That's it. And then you wanna you wanna hear some of the you know, I, I went through about six years of his draft. Other than Mac Jones, Sony Michelle, Barmar, D- Dietrich Wise, Malcolm Butler, and Shaq Mason. And Mac and Shaq Mason and Malcolm Butler don't play that anymore. I saw Malcolm last night in Houston. What up, boy? Uh it just Bill's not. Bill don't have a good record on drafting. I don't know. I don't know who who's picking the groceries, but it's spoiled before it gets to the house. <laughs> None of this. I mean, Danny. Let me correct myself. Danny Etling. He's from Terre Haute, Indiana. He played at Purdue and at LSU. 
Uh, mm-hmm. He was a seventh round pick for the Patriots. Uh, the, but the, didn't didn't Belichick didn't he draft Garoppolo? I don't know what year that would be. That would be before. Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't see guess. Garoppolo's name. I don't think he drafted Garoppolo. I think he got it from San Fran, didn't he? Nah, he drafted Garoppolo in 2014. Oh yeah, and I didn't go that far back. I didn't go that far back. I stopped at like 17. Garoppolo ain't no but, quarterback. You know, you Garoppolo's kind of washed out. Yeah, he's. I never said Garoppolo ain't no quarterback. Out. You want to fire up right now either? This man's no. You, you just go through the list of his draft picks, and it will. All right, let me give you some of these names: Isaiah Wynn. Vincent Valentine was a defensive tackle. Kamu Gunnear Hill is now in the NFL playing with the the he played with the Eagles. Now he played with the Carolina Panthers. Bill Cutting before he even got to a 53 man roster. This is what I'm telling. And then he put, oh, it was a guy that we really wanted to continue to work with. Well, who in the hell you got in front of him, son? Because your defense ain't good. Your quarterback is awful. No receivers to even think about. I mean, I can't name you a receiver on the on their team. I hear Jackie Slater the other day. I said, is your son still there, Slater? He said, yeah. I said, get him out of there. <laughs> <laughs> they might not even take Slater to the Pro Bowl no more. They doing all kind of bad stuff in New England right now, dog. I mean, it's just who – I got this for you. Who's he going to draft for number two? Caleb is gone. Ah. Yeah, and I wouldn't want Caleb. I'd be happy that he's gone. I'd take the kid I, out of LSU or Michael Penix or I, I don't know who else coming out. No, no, out, no. I'll, I'll take the boy from Tampa. Now, Michael Penix, but now he's left-handed. And most offensive guys are right-handed because most quarterbacks are right-handed. That was the thing John Gruden was going to do with Chris Sims, getting him out of Texas. He was going to flip his offense like Walsh did when he went from uh, Joe Montana to Steve Young. Montana. Montana the Young, that's a right-handed. Now everything goes yeah. that way. Yeah, you change it around. So it's it's a whole different look. You got to turn your mind around as a defense. We got a left-handed quarterback, fellas. That's what we had to do with Mike Vick. It gives you a whole different perspective sometimes, you know, when you got the left-handed quarterback because it's the other way you don't want him out. But now it's this way this week. So, hey, man, I, I don't trust Bill Belichick with, with, with quarterbacks because I've watched him draft defenders for the last seven years and none. Rugby players from Europe and madness like that. Like, what are you doing? Cutting your draft pick before you next, even get to fifty three. How, how'd you how'd you do that? Who's helping you next with the week? Pick? I'm on a cup. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a question where you can talk positively about Bill Belichick, but that may take some work here. Maybe I'm gonna see I got you. their defense is playing great. No one scores on them. I mean, too they gave up more than 10 on. points in the last I month. Got it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. But it's too bad your quarterback is coming out with a 40, 50 quarterback rating every week, boy. Can't find nobody because he has no one to throw it to. Everything has to come out of the backfield. It's got to be a screen, draw, you know, some formation switch they got on somebody or something. They can't say, my man's going to beat you one-on-one, and I'm going to go to him, like they do with Jamar Chase. Uh, DK Metcalf, some of these guys that, you know, Justin Jefferson around the league, some of these premier receivers, you know, just come to me, dog. I'm 7 11. I'm open all the time. Don't even jam them. Oh, and Tariq Hill will be the MVP and he will get 2,000 yards. It ain't even close. They don't want to touch him. They're going to let him run free with lock. I'm going Christmas Eve to see him like the Cowboys. So I just, I just got to see this because Bland. Oh, you got something coming, buddy. Ooh, no hiding from the cheetah. No hiding. <laughs>
whatever y'all just did with the camera, I love that. That was awesome. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but that yes, was they awesome. Did. They know what they're doing. Uh, it's all in the editing, baby. Good job, fellas. <laughs> yeah. that, that was awesome. Warren, this is I'm throwing you another curveball. I don't do you drink? I I I I, I can't remember. These guys have converted me to coffee. And and now all of a sudden they've converted me to putting a little bourbon in my coffee. Yes. Yes. We got a new sponsor. Is that uh, Tennessee? Fox and is that Tennessee bourbon? It's it's I don't know if it's Tennessee or not, but Turn it's it straight bourbon whiskey. Take. Turn it on the backside of the table oh. if it's from Tennessee. Oh well, let me. You done threw me a curveball that I'm not ready for. Don't worry about but it. But what I can tell I you about oh, no, Fox and Old. No no no, I drank. Yeah, and this you straight got my bourbon address. whiskey. Oh. Got you. I'm, yes. I'm going to have these guys sit because I'm telling you, I'm putting this in my coffee and I'm not a big drinker. I'm brand new to coffee, but I got to say, you like it. I kind of like this. I see that smile on your face. It I see that smile on your face. Yeah. Big Daddy. And, I like it. I like it, baby. I yeah, like it, it helps me get through the show. It helps me deal with some of your crazy answers. Uh, okay. But look, it's that time of year. It's Christmas season. It's the holiday season. It's Thanksgiving. It's it's the holiday season. And so I'm looking for gifts to send to people. I'm going to send Warren Sapp a bottle of this uh, Fox and Olden straight bourbon whiskey. I enjoy it with uh, my coffee. Uh, it's created to honor the wild beauty around us, a snow-capped mountain, a field of wildflowers, a roaring waterfall, or maybe even just your own backyard. This holiday season, let these perfectly blended spirits complement the view. A warm fire, maybe a shared meal, packages wrapped in ribbon and left under a tree. However you celebrate, enjoy it with the fullest, with the double gold award-winning Fox and Odin Craft American Whiskey. Taste the spirit of the holidays today. Buy online, ship it to your door at foxandodin.com. That's foxandodin, O-D-E-N.com. Use our promo code FEARLESS and get 30% off plus free shipping on all orders Please drink responsibly. You guys know I'm not some wild drinker, but I got to say, <laughs> this does uh, add a little something to this coffee and makes me feel good when I'm sitting here uh, gabbing. Makes me feel like Brad Nestler. I don't know. Do you know who Brad Nestler is? To me, Absolutely. he's got the greatest voice calling college football. Yes. Brad Nestler always sounds. Oh, no, 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 no. Brad's got it. But boy, when Gus Johnson shows up to a game, all hell breaks loose for some reason. Gus oh. is, I love Gus on basketball more than I do football. Not that he's yeah. bad on football, but, but to me, Brad Nestler sounds like he's smoking a cigar and <laughs> sipping on bourbon down south anytime I hear him call a game. And that's how I feel like I feel sipping on this bourbon uh, whiskey from Fox and Olden. I feel like Brad Nestler. I'm going to send Smooth. you some, Sap. Tiffany. Please. Uh, we'll, we'll have some Tiff, there to you by the end Tiff, of the you week. you know the address, baby, send week. it down here. Please. Yeah. I, I'm going I'm to yeah. use mine. I'm going to have mine neat with just a little little block of ice. That's what I'm going to go with mine. <laughs> I'm too young for coffee. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. Uh, Sap, I want to play you this clip from Colin Cowherd. Uh, uh -oh. He thinks the Kansas City Chiefs are still going to uh, win the Super Bowl. Not sure I agree with him. Let's play the clip. So now Joe Burrow's out. Obstacle. Trevor Lawrence out. Obstacle. He'll come back probably. Won't be 100%. And Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Indy, wild card teams, they all have backup quarterbacks. Miami, you already beat them, and they don't do well against good teams that are physical. 
Baltimore, love them, but Lamar Jackson has struggled in the playoffs. That's indisputable, and I love him. Houston, rookie coach, rookie quarterback, they're not getting to the AFC championship. Forget the Super Bowl. So if Kansas City beats Buffalo this week, and I think they will, it's my favorite bet on the board, minus two and a half. I love the Chiefs. Put a nail on that coffin. And, you know, the Patriots had a lot of bumps during their dynasty. And this is a dynasty now, Kansas City. Believe it or not, it is. I mean, in the NBA, if you win back-to-backs, you're, you know, you start giving them nicknames. This is a dynasty. This is what a dynasty looks like. And Kansas City, like New England, there was a lot of bumps during a lot of seasons. But you throw in the fact that Kansas City's strength is their defense. It's the best in Mahomes' era. And it's going to match up just fine against rookie quarterbacks, backup quarterbacks, and Trevor Lawrence not at 100%. In fact, if you go back and look at Brady, this is starting to remind me of the Tom Brady-Tampa year. So remember Brady, uh, 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 that year there was a lot of offensive turbulence. The defense was good, young, and fast. Defense wasn't a problem. The problem was... They had to get Vitavia back. The Chiefs need to get Bolton back. But the offense had turbulence. Then they got a couple of breaks. The schedule lightened up. Kansas City's schedule, 8-4 and four Chiefs, lightens up. They're going to face Bailey Zappi, a backup quarterback for Vegas. Jake Browning, uh, the untrustable Chargers, and a Buffalo team that's swirling. All right, so both teams, that Tampa Brady team and this team, Offensive turbulence, missing one defensive star. Uh, The schedule lightens up. Both had a veteran quarterback who's won Super Bowls, a veteran coach who knows Super Bowls, and a good defense that was missing a guy. Your thoughts? Cops planning is what I just heard. (laughs) You got to do all that to get to this. I mean, they're the third seed in the AFC. And the Dolphins and the other team have a better track to get the number one seed, right? We've watched Pat Mahomes and company them have five straight AFC championship games at home, right? Five? How many Super Bowls they went to? How many Super Bowls they won? What the hell is this dynasty you talking about? Wake up, man. Wake up, man. I got Baltimore coming out of the AFC. I got Baltimore coming out of the AFC. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The, the, thing, the thing I heard in that that I just totally disagree with, Kansas City may go back to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're beating Buffalo this week, though. I, I no. Don't. Not after what no. I just saw in Green Bay. I don't see them no. beating Buffalo this week. I was about to say, did we not? And I watched Chris Jones sleepwalk for three quarters in that game. Just sleepwalk. I'm like, does he is he not interested? Does he not want to get hurt to get the free agency or something? See, there's some things Colin Cowherd ain't put in the mix because he ain't looking in the trenches. Because that's what a football game is won. When you can dominate the line of scrimmage, when you can turn around and say, We're going to hand this ball off the next six times and eat this clock, and you ain't committed to stopping it that playoff clock will run down and now you in a frantic mode trying to get something. No, it's not going down. But I understand what he was saying about the quarterbacks in the AFC. I got all that. But he's just totally disregarding the Baltimore Ravens team. Yes, they can run the ball. They can play 11 on 11. And nobody's come close to dinging up Lamar this year. They ain't even put him in no situation where he can get dinged up this year. They're going to be ready. So, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know Joe Burrow and sunshine is the thing to talk about, but let's look at the standings and see what we're really talking about because Miami and Baltimore is playing pretty good football right now.
That's all I'm going to say. And what I saw from Kansas City the other night on the road in Green Bay, that's where you're supposed to show up and just smack them in the mouth like, come on, let me let me, let me, me end your playoff hopes or anything y'all talking about around here. Nope. Got lit up. And the quarterback throwing the ball up in the air in between three defenders? What? That's because your guy up front ain't going. If your lead dog won't do it, the rest of them will sit back and look at him like, well, he ain't doing it. <laughs> that's what they do now with like. He ain't doing it. Well, I got to do the work today. That's what's going on in the league right now. A lot of following and no leading. Uh, I want to end on this note. Uh, mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers uh, to Derek Brooks. I, have you consoled him this week <laughs> after Florida State uh, got left out of the playoffs? <laughs> Uh, are you whining and crying like everybody else in Florida? Whoa, Ron DeSantis whoa, whoa, whoa. talking about suing the college football whoa. player. Let's not let's not bring up anyway. the, the, the idiotic. Let's not bring up the idiotic. Let's not do that. Let, let's okay. stay let's stay with some Hall of Famers and stuff we can actually pick on. Ron DeSantis is low hanging fruit for me. That that don't even make sense to me. So I <laughs> I saw the Doom put out a picture of him and Bobby Bowden and, and put a message beside it. And I say, oh, it's to the core right now. When he's digging out Bobby out the grave and put him up and in the middle of COVID with your mask around your chin, with your chin strap on. You know, that's why I tell him he walk around with the chin strap all the time. <laughs> please do not come to a Category 5 hurricane and ask him about a girl's school west of Swanee River, please. <laughs> they're, not in it. they're not. Now, I love their defense. I love Randy Shannon, you know, Odell Hagens, you know, some old good guys I know. But there's no way you were going to get in this college football playoff with, what is it, Mama Duke, Manda, Manda Duke? Manda, what, what's the guy that got knocked out in the game? He don't know how to slide. And then, the, then, the, then the other quarterback with eight. with eight. <laughs> that alone, you had eight completions, son, and you out here dancing like you did something. That alone made me want him out of the tournament. I don't even want to see this kid again until he's a quarterback. Come on, come on, son. Eight for 22? Have you told he, Derek Brooks this? Did, no. Were you man enough to tell Derek Brooks this? He didn't call me. I sent I oh. sent him a message. I sent him a message because I was getting on the plate. I sent him a message. I asked him, I said, are you all right down there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. You know, Brooks is a real politician, man. Brooks is on the Board of Regents for Florida State, so it's, it's a whole different conversation when you talk about him, but he's good. He knows. He knows they – it would have been, been worse than the TCU game. Somebody would have smacked him upside the head of that thing. But their but they defense was playing good. I'll give them that. Their defense was playing excellent. But you beat Louisville. Louisville. And you struggle with the Canes, and we ain't ready for no big-time stage. Come on, man. Y'all ain't that type of team, Florida State. You got a perfect record. You can do like Auburn and all the other teams that was on probation. Like, like UCF did that one year. Made shirts, 13 and old national champ with a little <laughs> ring on there. You know? <laughs> hook your, hook and your look, up if they beat <laughs> if they beat Georgia, they got a legitimate claim and should really they should beat their chest. If they go beat Georgia, I don't know who's gonna play for Georgia if the kids are gonna skip, but if they beat Georgia, that's a hell of a victory and they can put 14 and 0 on their shirts and say we're the real national champs. No doubt. Send it to your boosters. I agree with you, but 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 the best four teams, though, they wasn't one of them. No, that, that, come on, stop, stop. <laughs> and and Georgia got to be sick to their stomach because I said this a long time ago when they first came out with this, you know, uh, conference championship thing. 
I'm like, you're about to lose the real prize of the national championship fighting for this little piece of money talking about a conference championship. What am I missing? You said it right. The, the old system was great. The old system was great. We, we got to yell and scream about nothing, and it, it really didn't matter at the end of the day. We were going to crown him, and you went on and played on. But now what are we going to do with 12 teams? That's too many. Just go to the top 12 teams right now. What you going to do 9 through 12? What? What? Come on, man. Stop it. Top six, if that. But there's no way you put 12 teams in and tell me that's, that's going to be a great tournament. Somebody's going to get beat because they're going to be looking ahead at the other opponent. That's exactly what's going to happen. Somebody's going to have a little funky plan, and we're going to get another TCU 65-7 to championship game. Watch. It's coming. Thank you, Sap. Great job. That's why I call him the best. Uh, enjoy your weekend, and check your mail. This Fox and Odin's on the way. Uh, hey, before I get out of here, uh, for you guys that love to play da- daily fantasy sports, I hope you're playing with prize picks. It's the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. My mom sent me some of her picks on prize picks. Uh, for this Sunday's NFL games, Devontae Adams, more than 68 and a half receiving yards. Lamar Jackson, more than 202 and a half passing yards. And Christian McCaffrey, more than 80 and a half rushing yards against Seattle. Uh, go to prizepicks.com slash fearless. Use the promo code fearless for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash fearless. Use the promo code fearless prizepicks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. That's it, and that's all for us today. Uh, We'll play some tomorrow, and uh, we'll see you next week. Waiting for the countdown, coming off the breakdown, standing in line for freedom. Looking for a breakout, feeling like a standoff, nothing in line like freedom. Came like a fighter, striking like a ladder, making all this moves for freedom. I want freedom No negotiation, my system, no relation We all just wanna have freedom Sitting on the corner, never been alone I'm breaking my back for freedom Bless, we are living, get back We are receiving, all deceiving We all wanna be free We want freedom